The money. Show me the money. Show me the money. Yes, it's Show Me the Money Club Tuesday. <laughs> Live Tuesday. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. How's it going, Sergio? What's going on? Great, great. It's going fantastic. There we go. Oh, I like fantastic. I like uh I also like information. information. Actually, there, there's a there's a really good there's a good movie. It's called Triple X. It's with Vin Diesel. Um it's it's I don't know, maybe 12 years ago, 15 years ago or something. It's an older movie. And um one of the the characters, uh like the bad guys in it, uh he was getting a tip from somebody. He's like, information? I like information. We and do the so, whole like, we should huh? do the whole show in a French accent. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, yeah, it's pretty funny though. So uh, every time I th- I hear uh, information, I'm like, I think of that that specific point. So, um, <laughs> all right. Well, we got a we got a packed show for you guys. Uh, so let's get right into the topic list, uh, then in, into our sponsor, and we have our guests, our very own Joe Pierce, uh, rideshare guys contributor. Uh, on talking about our first topic, which we'll be talking about. So we'll have him on in just a minute. Uh, so first, we're going to be talking about, uh, we got a couple of announcements. Uh, we'll be doing our MIMO sponsorship, uh, GigCon mentions, and Gig With It uh, in just a moment. Uh, we're also going to be talking about the city, uh, a city of Minnesota is coming back to the table after Waltz's veto and is going to go with a Washington State and Seattle model. Uh, so that's going to be pretty interesting. Uh, then we're going to be talking about Uber is definitely breaking new ground with commercial insurance line items uh, and the gamification of the take rate, which we're going to be talking about. Uh, the next topic we're going to be talking about is Lyft listening. Uh, one of the things that they're doing now, if you've noticed on some of your receipts, maybe you haven't, maybe you haven't, uh, they're starting to split the receipts. So it's more transparency. Uh, so it's going to be pretty good there. Uh, we're going to break it down exactly what that is. Uh, then we're going to be talking about the first drive, uh, the first in-drive sighting. Uh, so we're going to have some more information about uh, uh, in-drive. And then uh, we're going to be talking about having Adam Warner on uh, as well. We're going to be talking about the uh, gig, gig Worker Future segment uh, that we're starting, that weekly segment that we're going to be talking about. This one we're going to be talking about, are you saving for your retirement? Uh, so we're going to be talking about that and tools for securing financial freedom. Uh, then we're going to be talking about when it comes to which is it Lyft? Big Brother is watching, but what's going on? Uh, so we're going to be talking about that. And then uh, how a driver collected a lot of their data and figured out how much they were getting shaved. So we're going to break that down. And then uh, we're going to end it with some funnies and some good times there. So we are going to have a great show when it comes to the rundown. But first, we want to thank today's sponsor, MIMO. So, hey, listeners, if you're looking to level up your financial game, let me introduce you to MIMO, your ultimate financial companion. MIMO is the mobile app designed for self-employed workers like you. It brings all your income sources together and effortlessly tracks all your earnings across all your gigs. But that's not all. MIMO helps you hit your financial goals by automatically tracking your progress, helping you stay motivated and earn more every step of the way. MIMO users who set a goal in the app make 12% more than users who don't, which means you can get to your goals faster. And when it comes to taxes, MIMO has you covered. Get free tax estimates as you earn, so you always know what you owe, which will save you money on expensive accountant fees. 
You can even get answers to important tax questions for free instantly with MIMO's built-in AI accountant. Click the link in the description for more information and to download the free app. So, Sergio. Yes, sir. <clears throat> yeah, so MIMO, thank you for being our sponsor for the next seven weeks now. We started last week. Today is our first segment on um, financial freedom. You know, how to plan towards your financial future. Not financial advice, but please listen in. It's going to be very, very interesting segment. We're going to do this once a week with all these topics that gig workers face. And today is about retirement. So stay tuned for that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just ready to go, buddy. Um, all right. Well, my... we, got a, we got a quick announcement. Um, you got something coming up this weekend? Do I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so everybody who is in Denver or Colorado. Or wants um, to go. Who wants to go. I'm going to pass out a whole bunch of wallet swag. I'm going to pass out uh, all kinds of good stuff. But that's not because of that. We're there for two reasons. One, on um, Friday, August 4th, GitCon 2023 is going to happen at the Courtyard Marriott Rock Point. Um, we're all going to be there. There's a lot of uh, gig tubers are going to be there. You know, don't go to them. Just come visit me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be there early on, 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, and then the next day is the big event by Steve Reiche, Rodeo, and Tara. They are putting a town hall with a bunch of legislatures from Colorado, with Stephanie V. Hill, who I interviewed for this channel a few months ago. Uh, they killed her bill, but we're going to give them a hand to how to bring another bill that is all for transparency and just deactivations and all good stuff, right? So um, for you all, my you know, efforts for the next six months is going to be towards proper legislation because I think this gig has gone enough. We need to, you know, talk to our legislatures, start on a local basis, and you guys will figure that out shortly when we talk about Minneapolis. And uh, I'm going to put everything I have behind proper legislation, okay, so it can get passed, and we could all make more money and be safer and not get fired willy-nilly by a fraudulent passenger claim, all kinds of stuff. So, yeah, I'm going to Denver. If you're there in Colorado, Denver specifically, please come say hello. You know, um, I'm going to do a live stream from there so we can join the live stream. It's just very casual. Um, so it's Friday, August 4th and Saturday, August 5th. Uh, if you want all the information, is the information below? The GitCon information? Um, the, if it's not, no? it will be. No? Okay. It's going to be in the show notes. You know, click on the link or you can Google GitCon 2023. All the information is going to be there. And please come say hello. And uh, that's what we're doing this weekend. And then we got one more thing to talk about. But before, we're going to do a quick giveaway. We're yeah, going to do a gigging, gig with it. Gigging. So uh, gigging, uh, Gig with it is the brand I'm affiliated with. You know, it's all made in the U.S. And it's not going to shrivel after your first wash. All high-end materials, handmade in the U.S. So we're going to give away whatever I'm wearing today, a shirt, a T-shirt like this. Not that and shirt, right? Uh, yeah, uh, you like this one? It's, it's blue and gold. Know your worth. Always got to know your worth. Um, please put in the, you know, hashtag gigging. Um, we're going to do a drawing after a couple of segments. 
Um, oh, no, we're going to be doing it right now. So make sure you oh, get, are? get okay. it in the All chat. Right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, put it in the chat. And then um, uh, the only thing that I want you guys to understand is that um, me personally and the company, we're going to donate a dollar for each sale. So the link is in the show notes. Use Sergio, S-E-R-G-I-O. At checkout to get your extra 15% off on top of everything else. And, um, you know, we're going to donate a dollar to uh, violent victims, victim crimes of gig work. You know, we hear all the time, right? Drivers getting killed, driver getting carjacked. We're going to be 100% transparent. We're going to uh, you know, announce who we donated and how much, depending on what we sell, obviously. But, um, you know, giving back to the community that, that's helping us grow. So uh, link is in the show notes. Please go buy your hat, shirt, whatever. We have different stuff. But today we're giving one of these away. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Cool. Hashtag know your worth. <laughs> Hashtag know your worth. So. All right. So we are going to do the drawing right now. And then we are going to bring Joe on. And uh, so let's do that real quick. Uh, giving it away. Let's go. I mean, the, the only channel that shows you the money on top of talking about it yeah so do actual money free shirts free money what else do you guys want <laughs> let's see all right je congratulations je winner uh je <clears throat> email me sergio at the rideshareguy.com your physical address, obviously, in the t-shirt and your shirt size, t-shirt size, and we will send you one. Uh, it's ASAP, J-E. You have to email me, though, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com because I don't know what J-E stands for. So that's it. Let's go. All right. Well, congratulations, J-E. And now let's bring on Joe or JP, Joe Pierce. JP. Yo, how you doing? How's it going, guys? Oh, it's good. How are you doing? Not too bad. Not too bad. Joe is Joe's the best. I said that to Chris today. He got all upset. <laughs> I uh, said Joe's my I said Joe's my favorite contributor on RSG. And he goes, What about me? I go, You're the manager of bro. You're he's my he's the contributor. <laughs> and yeah, Joe, Joe is really my favorite, <laughs> seriously. Um he appreciate that, Sergio. No nonsense BS business. No BS. He does his reporting. He puts his facts out. You like it, you like it. You don't like it, you don't like it. Tough shit. And, you know, there is no entertainment value, which we don't care about it anyway. I mean, entertainment is for other channels. But, you know, we do entertain quite a bit here. But his videos are really, really, truly great. Please go check him out. Um, you know, nothing but facts here. So, Joe, I wanted to have you on for a long time, as you know. Yes. But you're in the car now. You're driving. You're, you're on your shift. So thank you for joining us to start. Of course. This. Absolutely. You know, and so, and what something timely. big might be happening by Joe. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's so timely, right? That um, a lot of things are happening in your city of uh, <clears throat> Minneapolis, right? So um, obviously, we know a few. I don't know. It was like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Um, your governor Waltz vetoed the bill that was passed through both houses, House and the Senate. But he said. You know, it's not the time yet. We're going to veto. I'm sure there's some lobbying involved. But we kind of figured why he vetoed it. And then, you know, we're going to talk about this, by the way, crowd. Seriously, this is this is very important. Um, next week, we're going to have the Seattle 
city of Seattle and the Washington State models architects on the show. Okay. We're going to have three gentlemen on the show who are at the negotiating table with Uber next week. They're going to tell us exactly what the playbook was because that's what we want to do. We want to duplicate that playbook city by city, state by state. So, um, but now we're in Minneapolis and um, they put up, uh, you know, after the veto, they didn't shy back and they put up this new proposal through the Minneapolis, uh, you know, um, city council. And let's see what Uber's pushback is going to be. But uh, Joe, what do you know about this? What are your feelings about it? You tell us, buddy. Yeah, I mean, just like you said, Sergio, I think the Seattle-Washington state model, especially with what you guys have been reporting lately, and I just did a video on how I feel like the, the fair calculation up front should go away. Um, and we should be paying, getting paid for our actual time and distance, what it was previous. But we should still get all that information up front. We should know where we're going, all that. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, these rates are a lot higher than, like I say, here in Minneapolis, I, the way I look at my upfront fares, I'm looking to get paid a dollar per mile for entirety. So pickup and on trip. Um, I, I forget what those, it was like a dollar, was it a dollar 54 or something they're proposing per mile? And that doesn't yeah, even include the, the time. Yeah, it's in the, you know, we'll put up the screenshot. We're going to take a glance over it. Um, so uh, how it works, the proposed ordinance, this is a city ordinance now. This is not statewide. It's starting in the city of Minneapolis. Here are the rates they're proposing. At least $1.40 per mile and $0.51 cents per minute with a minimum payment or minimum fare of $5. Okay. And uh, I think those rates are going to be a lot higher than what they are under upfront fares, my assumption is, right? I don't think you're getting paid those rates, are you, Joe? No, not even close. Not even close, right. So these rates are a little bit less than the Seattle and a little bit more than the Washington State numbers, okay? And um, so on the next screenshot, we will see, you know, I, I like this article by Axios, and then it breaks down everything. So between the lines, the Minnesota ordinance proposal comes days after Walsh announced new task force, which we're going to talk about, by the way, all this, the new ordinance, the task force, the committee, the Governor Waltz put together with the three Seattle uh, people and Washington State uh, legislatures next week. So Uber spokesperson, of course, Freddie Goldstein, who's one of my favorites, said, you know, the company is looking forward to continue, you know, uh, coming up with a framework of statewide legislation. Great. See, they're not opposed to it, but I'm sure when they see these rates, they're going to go. Oh, too bad. The no, world is going to come to an end. Hell's going to freeze over. Don't buy any of it, Joe. It's not going to happen. You're going to be an employee. Yeah, yeah you're going to be an employee finally. Yeah. Okay. Right. And yeah. Then, they, <laughs> they gave us all those messages last time when it, when walls vetoed. So, yeah. And, and the Minneapolis ordinance, uh, authored by council members Robin Wansley, Jason Chavez, and Jamal Osman, will get its first hearing on August 8th. I was wrong on that one. I thought they were going to vote. It would need seven votes on the 13 member council to pass. And we do hear that they have the votes to pass. So this is just for the city of Minneapolis, Joe. So, you know, yeah. at some point in a couple, three weeks, maybe a month, whatever it is, whenever they pass this, depending what kind of pushback they're going to get. I don't know what the legalities are. I don't know if Uber can sue the city and stop this just like they did, you know, in New York City with, uh, you know, minimum fare rates for couriers and i don't know how much they're going to lobby governor waltz because this is nothing to do with this is not a statewide policy this is just city of minneapolis and you may be having dollar 40 and 51 how do you like that 
<laughs> love to hear that. And then I love what you said too, is basically in, in Washington or in Seattle, they use Seattle as the jumping off point. And now it's, is it statewide now? That's yeah, it is statewide. Yeah. So, so tell me about this um, when you're driving, because I, I, like I said, the chat actually agreed. A lot of people said, I love Joe's videos. Well, I, I do too. So when you're driving mm -hmm. now, are you, by the way, I know you, you are with the um, dollar quest goal now, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. And I, the video on the video, you had, you ended up driving more hours, right? Right. And, and so tell me, tell me a little bit about what your feelings are about the new quest that you have. You know, I still, I do like the dollar quest goals just because you can, you can do them however you want to. You can do longer rides or you can do shorter rides. So I can go back to do, I think I'm doing them. I'm completing my quests in like 35 rides where previously it would be 50 rides. So I'm doing a lot longer rides. Um, yeah, it's, it can be a little bit more expensive on the, you know, on, on the gas end and, and all the maintenance. But um, you can you can do you can play with it. So and they're not they're really not great. So I've been driving for Lyft a lot lately because yeah. they're offering good good bonuses and they're it's ride based. It's not you know Uber just has the dollar based ones. But yeah, um, yeah my experience I shared that video. Um, I do like that. There's somewhat flexibility to it. You can do you can do it based on you know if you want to do the longer rides or the shorter rides. If you do the shorter rides, yes, you're going to give a lot more rides. But you know the the dollar figures haven't changed yeah. too much in what they're offering for bonuses, which is st they're still pretty low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you feel like Minneapolis is oversaturated? You know, because that's a lot of some of the complaints that we hear quite often. No, I I mean I drive basically all day Monday and Tuesday, and with Uber, I mean it's a little slower with Lyft, but with Uber. I'm probably driving 90% of the day. Like I'll have 10% of downtime just waiting for requests with Lyft. It's like 85%. So, I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen oversaturation and I, my, my acceptance rate is right around 60% on both platforms. So I'm getting plenty of requests. Okay. So <clears throat> if, and when they do pass this city ordinance, right. With dollar 40 and 51, I mean, those are going to be crazy rates, right? I mean, imagine right. you do it. Look, you do a, I mean, I can ask you, you probably know, uh, if you do a 10 mile, 30 minute trip, right? What do you think Uber or Lyft pay these days with upfront? 12 bucks? Did we lose them? I think so. We lost <laughs> yeah, them? we may have. Okay. I don't know. Okay. He's, he's frozen right there. So yeah, he's frozen. if he comes back, hopefully he'll be back on in a minute. Um, so, okay. I mean, one of the thing, one of the things that you mentioned uh, today, for everybody who doesn't know, today was Uber's earnings call. Uh, we're yeah. actually going to talk about it much more next week. Um, when it comes down to it, we'll we'll break it down a lot more. Um, and then Lyfts is actually coming out next week as well, which we'll do the following week on the fifteenth, uh, so we can can see what's going on when it comes to the earnings, how it can affect you, and what they're saying. One of the things though that we were talking on the phone earlier about. When it came to the earnings report, that was um, what you had mentioned that they were talking about the upfront fare model, and somebody was was talking about uh, or asked a question. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to you want to kind of yeah. iterate that a little bit further? Because yeah. yeah, uh, I think where you were going with when you were going to ask Joe that 
I think that's yeah. where you were going, and then it'll. Tie yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm going on. there because because what's going to happen now in in the city? Uber's going to push back hard on this. Maybe they'll come back with different rates instead of 140 and 51. They'll come back with 125 or something. But at least they're at the table negotiating, right? And and the city of Minneapolis is doing the right thing. They're following the playbook of Seattle and Washington State. What Chris was saying that look, I listened to every single conference call for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, okay. Because I understand what they're saying, number one. But I would urge all of you, seriously, this is free, okay? I was on this morning at 7 a.m. listening to Dara and Nelson Chai and uh, the analysts, Wall Street analysts, right? All the questions were fluff except one. Morgan Stanley analyst asked, how's this upfront fares things going with you guys, okay? And I'm, I'm, I'm not assuming that he's watching Show Me the Money for sure because that was a question I would have asked, right? And he asked it to Dara. Uh, directly, he said, "How's our front fares going?" There, of course, the, the 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 optimist of all optimists. He said, "It's going great. Passenger wait times are way down, and also um, driver cancellations are way down because drivers finally know where they're going." I'm like, "Great," but he said, "And you know, it's between minute 25 and minute 28, so you can go to um, the Uber Investor Relations website, and there is a conference call um, there, and click on it, watch between minute 25 and 28. Dara basically said, you know, we have to do a lot better in pricing because a lot of drivers are rejecting trips still, and we have to work on the pricing algorithm. He said that. So I call bullshit on that because he said the same thing on Harry's interview nine months ago. So obviously, actually a year ago at this point. Year ago. Yeah. So, so I, you know, if I was the analyst, if I knew it, then I would have said bullshit, Dara. But then, of course, I'm not the analyst. But so please go listen to that. It's very interesting. Three minutes out of the whole 48 minute uh, conference call. That was very interesting. Three minutes. Joe, welcome back. Apologies, guys. My phone no overheated. Worries. Overheated. What? Turned off on me. Yeah. So I've got to <laughs> sit in front of the AC vent right now. All right. But cool. yeah, Sergio, okay, you so, asked about a 10, 10 mile, yeah. 30 minute ride. Yeah. Um, 30 minutes. So that's a little bit out of the ordinary. It would probably typically okay, be like what, 10, 10 miles, mile, 20 minute, minute right? 10 mile, 20. Yeah. Minute, right. I'd say 12 bucks 12 if bucks. I'm lucky. Yeah. Okay. No surge, yeah. nothing base, right? Base. Yep. And okay. that, that'd be lucky. So like I say, I, I typically try to go. Yeah. And that's with the pickup too. So, I mean, yeah. typically I'm just looking at the mileage and yeah, yeah. 12 bucks probably. Yeah. Yeah. So 12 bucks. So let's, let's, let's run the numbers with the proposal proposed numbers so 141 a mile um i mean 140 a mile so what was it 140 and 51 right okay so 140 a mile 10 miles is 14 bucks right there. 14 bucks yep and 51 uh cents a minute and 20 minutes that's another 10 dollars and 20 cents so that's with 24 dollars and 20 cents base yeah now now there obviously you're gonna make more money so in order for you to make that extra 10 bucks or 12 bucks basically your income is going to double for the same trip right versus upfront fares. Well, obviously Uber has to charge a lot more on the back end because they're not going to eat that. We we know that. So what do you think about all this pushback that you're going to get that, you know, if the fares go up this much by 100%, let's say 50%, whatever is going to be, because Uber is not going to share the take rate with you guys. So they're going to directly pass that on to the passengers. And I do understand their dilemma, right? As a company, I mean, if they raise the fares too much, they're going to lose passengers. It's a given, you know? Yeah. Um, so what do you think about this, this, that, yes, you're going to make a lot more money, but then is it fair to the passengers to pay this much more? And do you think the system is going to collapse? Because you said there's no oversaturation in Minneapolis. You're busy working. So. Right. Yeah, I, I don't, I mean, I think people, 
people are relying on this service. And yeah. yeah, I think some trips will go away. Like I'll have people that will get take half mile rides. And, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. I think there's times where I like where I want to complete a bonus where I'm like, I'm happy that I'm getting a half mile ride. But there's also times where I'm just like, what are you doing taking a half yeah. mile ride? But I, I don't know. Um, I think rides like those might go away. Um, but it, it is what it is. We're, we're as drivers, we're going to get, I mean, I, I just, we're going to get paid so much better. It doesn't matter if our trips go down slightly, you know, say if there's like 25% drop in trips, that pay increase is so substantial that it's, it, it really should not matter. And it, the bottom line is we're going to get paid that much better. So yeah, I do think yeah. there's going to be a decline in requests when passengers see that these rides are going to be that much more expensive, but you know, over time, I think it'll even out. I just, it, that's how it's worked. I mean, I've been a, a driver for 10 years and I've seen, you know, them drop fares and, and it, it just, it kind of evens out over time, basically. Yeah. Do you, do you feel that upfront fares uh, in your city, in your um, city of Minneapolis, I mean, I know you've been through a bunch of rate cards like me. I've been around for seven years in LA. This upfront fares is, um, Thank you, Thanks, Bob. Bob. Um, yeah, front fares is my fifth rate cut, as far as I can tell. Um, so I have the scar tissue show for it. But do you think do you think upfront fares is a rate cut from what you had uh, with the rate card, mile and minute rate card? Overall, I'm talking overall. Overall, yes. Feel, for me, feel better, Bob. For me personally, I feel like I'm getting paid more for pickup sometimes. But I'm also, I mean, my acceptance rate has been as low as forty. It's hovering right around sixty. Um, I'd be interested what other drivers, but yes, overall it's in, I just made a video that, that we published this past Saturday. Um, basically I think these companies, they understood that, okay, we're going to have to give this upfront information eventually to continue to classify drivers as ind independent contractors. They knew that. And so they figured, all right, well, how can we play with the fare? And we'll also tell them what they're going to get paid. Well, yeah. I mean, with what you guys are pointing out with them, that electric vehicle thing to me is just baffling how you can yeah. get people, you know, to, to, to bait and switch like that. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's definitely a rate cut, you know, and that's probably, I think it's the fourth I've experienced fourth or fifth yeah. I've experienced. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, we all experience these. Okay. Bob, thank you for the super chat. Email me, Sergio to rideshareguy.com. I'll connect now, you. Joe, I got a right question there. for you. We, we were talking about acceptance rate, uh, during the time when your phone overheated, yeah. And how DK said that he needs that drivers are still not accepting and they need to, to figure out this pricing model. Uh, it's, it's basically pretty simple. You pay drivers more or what they're worth and they're going to accept it. Now, right. if this proposal goes through and is accepted uh, and let's say you get the dollar 40 and the 51, what do you think would happen to your, to your acceptance rate after that would happen and it would start go passing. to it would go to 95 percent. yeah there'd be times where i would not want to accept requests that are going out into the you know suburbs or way out into the you know um but rural, rural areas but yeah it would be right around 95 percent probably yeah uber here you go right from yeah. right from a driver's mouth if you pay yeah. them more their acceptance rate will go up pretty simple <laughs> I have no reason to decline any of those trips. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, everybody I speak to in Washington State, 96, 98% acceptance rate. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. What, one other thing, too. If, let's say, it starts there, and then it goes to the entire state, and it's pretty much the same model. Maybe it's it's like Washington, where in Seattle and Tacoma, you have higher rates 
but outside city limits, you have lower rates because uh, just the cost of living and everything. Would your would you say that even going out to the boonies or to the, to that area, would you still be around hovering ninety five, or would you be more apt to taking those because you're still going to get a good pay when it comes to going back to the city? Yeah, I mean the, the times that I won't accept those rural requests are if like I'm closing down my day or something like that. I want to kind of go into destination mode and basically I'm filtering destination mode. Um, but yeah, I'll accept those requests because. I know that I'm going to get a return request probably that's going to pay great as well. So yeah, yeah that's just like with the airport. Yeah. It's uh, you're typically going to have back-to-back rides that are going to pay really well. If the rates are, you know, if you're, if they're good rates. Mm-hmm. Other than, other than, other than earnings and rates, what is your biggest complaint when it comes to uh, ride share in general? I mean, you're a veteran of 10 years. You've seen the good, the bad, the ugly, you've seen it all, right? Yeah. What, 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 you know, is it safety? Is it unjust deactivations? Is what is it? What do you think it should be? Because if I'm talking to legislatures going forward, I want to have my shit together. You know what I'm saying? So right. I want to go, okay, so earnings first, safety next, or maybe deactivations next. I don't know what it is, right? So I want to create my own playbook because I'm seriously going to push up for all this next six months with whatever I got. So I respect your opinion. What do you think your top three gripes are? Yeah, those are absolutely important. Um, luckily, I haven't, I mean, I've, I've done a couple videos about some crazy, like just it's random too. It's like they're, they have so many drivers that they can't keep up with all of this business. And they'll just, I know Jay, Jay was had like thousands, tens of thousands of trips and got deactivated from Uber a few years ago, just randomly. And it's like stuff like that can't happen, especially if you want people on your platform that will, that will make their livelihood doing this. Um, Also the apps need to be updated, especially under the upfront model. There's like Uber with their, their screen. I've complained about this, like the pickup and drop off location. You can get those mixed up. If you don't know your city, just make it a green pickup location and a red. It's just simple fixes to these apps that have, that should have been done years ago, in my opinion. But yeah, yeah. yeah, The, the safety and, and app app updates would probably be my two main major concerns. Yeah. I will, you know, I always say it's like, you know, this is such a simple business to run the companies is not simple. Yes, because I all want you also go to listen to Dara Koshoshai's interview on a podcast called Acquired. We don't push other people's stuff, but this was an amazing, amazing interview. What they go through in the back end, how they have to play this game with the drivers in order for them to make money because it's a difficult business to be in. But on the driver, on our end, it's easy, right? We pick up point A, drop off point B. We want some safety. We want decent pay. We're not asking for the world, right? And I think, I think, you know, that's not complicate things keep it simple stupid model is the best way for me to go yep. so uh anything else you want to add buddy i mean you know no yeah I, when I, you're I, having fun but <laughs> yeah no I, I appreciate everything you're doing sergio and trying to push this forward um you guys are you know it, all the stuff that you're the content you guys are putting out with the shaving and stuff i mean it's it a lot of the videos that you guys do inspire me to make my videos so i appreciate all the ideas and content that you guys are giving me so yeah, it's it's great to have you guys as a voice for the rideshare community. We we need it. We definitely need it. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate I mean, it. you know, we're we're a good team at RSG, obviously. And then, uh, so please keep us posted with what's going on. You know, follow up on August eighth, which is next Tuesday. Yep. Let's see how that meeting goes. You know, you know, shoot me an email, and I'm sure the media will pick it up. But you're on the ground anyway. Yep. And I, you know, I man, I hope <laughs> you right. get the buck forty fifty one. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, man.
All right. Appreciate it, guys. Um, Joe, thank you. All right. Uh, Thanks, sorry Joe. For this one. Thank you. Up. Be safe out there, okay? All right, I will. Thank yep. you, guys. Bye. All right, take care. All right, bye. All right, so that is Minneapolis. Uh, that's what's going on out there. Um, yeah, so next week, stay tuned, because we are going to have a couple of people on from Washington and uh, Seattle with the playbook. So if this is something that you'd like to have in your area, in your city, in your state, we're going to go over the playbook, exactly what they did to get where they are. It's a multi-stop process, but it's only five stops. So I've seen the playbook and we're going to share that playbook with you uh, and let you guys know exactly what's going on. So that way, if you want to try to help bring this to your area, you can reach out to the right people, follow the right steps, and then hopefully... You might be talking about a dollar forty and fifty-one cents a mile, or whatever Seattle's getting, depending on your city uh, or you know state, uh, with the rates when it comes to those. Uh, obviously, it'll be a little adjusted, but um, yeah, when it comes to the rates, and and not just the rates, but you know the whole model that Seattle has done. So the, the driver protections, when it comes to unjust deactivations, when it comes to paid time off, uh, when it comes to sick time and things like that. That would be nice to have and just accumulate for every amount of time that you're driving that you're able to accrue certain hours and then get paid for that uh yeah. you know if something happens so if you get into an accident if you just don't feel well you know you don't have to go out there and risk something uh when it comes down to it you're you're able to take some time off you know get that pay and then you know, feel better and all that stuff. So yeah, um, please tune yeah, in. Make next sure week. you definitely I mean, stay tuned for next week's show. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be seriously, you all need to be leaders of your own communities. I mean, I know people will watch this now, a few hundred people later on, a few thousand people, you know, in your cities, be the leaders, call your legislatures, talk a little bit about the Seattle model. You know, you guys will have the playbook, exact same playbook. That's all we want to do. We want to keep that playbook, take it to city by city by city, state by state by state. Okay. And I'm in L.A., Chris is in Buffalo. We can do it in our own cities, but in California, we're screwed because we have Prop 22. Yeah. Do not allow Prop 22 clones to be passed, specifically now. Massachusetts drivers, if you're on the chat and you're going to watch later, Uber, you know, lobbyists are coming with the second version of Prop 22 to your state. Do not let that thing pass. Do not. Please don't. Because you guys are going to cry afterwards, and I'm going to say... I told you so. Don't do it. It's coming. <laughs> only, only Seattle and Washington State uh, clones, because Anything they're actually there for drivers. And then, <laughs> the, oh, and then, you know, the the other thing too is uh, some of the obstacle over over uh, the, the obstacles that they had to overcome. That is one of the things that we're going to be talking about too next week uh, when it comes to those types of things. So. Uh, when it comes to these scare tactics, uh, saying, oh, you may not have access to the, the, to the platform or whatever it might be, uh, there are a lot of scare tactics out there. So that is something that you want to uh, pay attention to, especially next week. Uh, we're definitely going to learn a lot from, from these three uh, gentlemen that are going to be coming on. Right. So right shift suit said, what happened to Mr. Richard coming on? He's coming on. He's going to be live on. We've confirmed that already. We kept you guys up to date. Um, Lyft's earnings are on August 8th, which is next Tuesday. They have a quiet period. No executive will be able to talk about anything until then or a couple of weeks past then. But we will talk about Lyft earnings week after. And we will also have Mr. Risher on on a Tuesday live. And he's going to be here. And all you need to behave. 
So there you go. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> chat, you need to behave for that. Yeah, uh, chat, we're going to oh. shut the chat down. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're, we 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 want to be you know, we want to keep uh, open conversations, and you know we want to try to make it a positive conversation when it comes to it. So uh, yeah, we're going to make sure that we are going to press. We're not going to be fluffing it. Uh, we're going to, to we're going to press, but we're also going to be respectful. Uh, and we ask that you guys will be too. Uh, we're looking though towards the end of August uh, when he's going to be on. Um, it's not. It's probably not going to be in the next couple of weeks just because we have a couple of things lined up, um, but it's probably going to be either the uh, third or fourth week in August, uh, but we're not completely sure 100% yet. That's what we're looking at. Once we get the uh, okay and the no and we've confirmed sure. everything, we will definitely let you guys know exactly when uh, Mr. Yeah. Richard is going to be on. So, yeah. uh, yes, don't worry. <laughs> that will be happening. Yes, sir. All right. Um, all right. So, uh, all right. You ready for our next topic? Salim is definitely going to get kicked off that day. That's a guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know what? I think Salim will, uh, I think uh, he'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, I hope so. Either way. Um, yeah, we're going to be, we're going to be having a good conversation, I think. And, uh, you know, then we're going to, we're going to try for Uber as well. We're going to try bringing people on from Uber see what we can do uh let's let's push for that um you know we give them a lot of a lot of crap um but we find out a lot of things and they're the they're the big player they're the big fish you know so a lot more people are are going to be on uber than they are on lyft or doordash or anything uh so that's why we know what we know and thanks to everybody who emails sergio uh we get those emails we go through them and uh i mean we were able to see what's going on uh, with the help of everybody watching and getting hold of us. So we do truly appreciate that because that, that's going to help out. Uh, yep. But one of the things that we need to talk about that we've, we've kind of been talking about a little bit, uh, this, this commercial insurance rate uh, thing when it comes to Uber, when yeah. it comes to Lyft. And it's like, how is a $12 ride or a, a $12 your fare, how are they getting charged eight dollars for commercial insurance when the rider's paying 16 dollars doesn't make any sense uh but either way uh one of the things though that that i'm i'm thinking these are your screenshots that we're about to show right yeah okay well well i i I, you know i i'm just baffled about this okay this is from california drivers or la drivers more more importantly i'm just going to go simple on this because we have a time crunch on this show so you guys see where it says four asterisks there? One, two, three, four. Four asterisks, right? Everything has an asterisk in Uberland. So this one is the fourth one, the bottom one. Commercial auto insurance, payment, card fees, and other expenses vary depending on city and trip distance. Got it, Uber. The total amount of these fees can be as low as $1, but no higher than $10. This is from the Uber's app, side by side, okay? These fees are payable by riders directly to Uber, and not part of your driver earnings. Got it. Very simple. Right-hand screenshot. With our help, that California driver benefits went from 75 to 79. As you guys can see, they're passing that on directly to the passenger as usual. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? How how many how much sense did that go up for the, the four. mileage? Four. So it, yeah, so there you go. So 75 to 79. Yeah. That's the four cents. Yeah. yeah. It completely absorbs to the customer. <laughs> but, yeah, but go down. Go down one more. Yeah, go down one more line. 
Commercial. See, see the four asterisk on the next one, Chris, and the four asterisk yep. on the left. That means they are in the same. Uh, that subject. means read the fine print, and when yeah. you see, so CA benefits is three asterisks. But then yeah. when you go to the commercial auto insurance payment card fees and other expenses, that's the four asterisks. Yeah. So and that's what exactly the, what you what, just what, read. What happened to the ten? <laughs> what happened to the one? Yeah, exactly. What happened to the between one and ten dollars? Why yeah. do I see eleven ten there? We break the sound barrier or what's happening here? Okay, so I don't know. Okay, we had a conversation with Uber about this. I am saying that <laughs> this number is finagled. Okay, there is another one. Again, four asterisk between uh, there's two more actually. Between zero yep. and one and ten on this chip is twelve fifteen. On the chip on the right, right? And I'm going like, okay, so eleven on one, twelve. So we broke the ten dollar barrier. But Uber still says we're going to only collect between 1 and 10. Okay, I yep. got that. It's, it says it right there. Yeah. Right there. Right, yeah. right there on their little asterisk. Yeah. Right what kind of bullshit? <laughs> anyway, so so I had a talk with Uber. Uber says, we swear. <laughs> we pinky, swear. Is this, li is this lift that, pinky swear? That, yeah, pinky swear. Lift pinky. <laughs> this is the lift <laughs> pinky swear from Uber. <laughs> yeah, we did that. I think that was popular. So um, Uber says, all, all. Of that four asterisk commercial insurance, credit card fees, and platform expenses, it's all insurance. We swear we we don't take any of that. So now I'm thinking, okay, if it was one to ten, and now you're charging fourteen, is it okay? See, I I personally, Chris, don't think drivers should pay too much attention to take rates. It should they should pay more mm -hmm. attention to their own profitability. Their profitability, okay? yep. I got. You. I agree. But what they're doing here with this, this manipulation of that four asterisk line item, and now it's a 14, 12, 11. Broke the sound barrier. <laughs> one to 10. Yeah. Well, <laughs> those, are, those are hard limits. You put hard put limits on there. You said put one to again. 10. <laughs> yeah, please put that up again. Look at this, people. You explain this. This is on the same driver's app, man. Okay. Look at this. 11, 10. It says 10. Okay. Do you see Uber service fee, the bottom line, people? It says 69 cents, right? So basically, customer price was $25.96 on this trip, okay? 79 cents was taken out for Prop 22. $11.10 was taken out. So literally, Chris, out of the $25.96, let's say $26, 40% went to commercial insurance, bro. <laughs> You know what though? You know what though? Here's the thing. I I, 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 I think that I think that the payment card processing has to be in there too. Yes. Because every single one is going to have a payment card processing fee. Okay. It's got to be in there. I mean, they're not going to put it anywhere else. Where else are they going to put it? It is in there. It's, it, it's got to be included in there. It can't just be commercial insurance. So, um, yeah. I, I agree. But I'm and those saying, credit card processing fees are no joke. They're insane. I, I get it. I get it. But how about this? How about this? Between one I and know, ten. Or if, I know for a fact that $11.10 and on the other chip was 14 includes the marketplace fee that they're hiding in there to make your take rates look low, just like on that chip. They lowered it down to 69 cents. So you guys don't get mad and switch to Uber or do other things with, okay, Forget, you know, log out the app. So I'm saying, Break, give me the breakdown of that $11.10. Okay, if it's credit card fees, mm -hmm. fine. If it's, you know, marketplace, look, I know they're hiding marketplace fee in there. I know for a fact. Where is the marketplace fee otherwise? 
on every passenger, there is a dynamic marketplace between $3 and $8. Where is it? And that you don't collect either as a driver. That's putting in there. I know it is. And Uber says, no. Search, no. It's definitely not in there. I'm going like, okay, if it's not in there, break it down. Break that commercial insurance part down. Credit card fees, platform expense, commercial insurance, whatever the heck it is, bro. Just put it in there. What's the harm? You're taking it away anyway. What's, yeah. How difficult is it to break that down? No, they were like, no, we, we, it's all commercial insurance. Our rates have gone through the roof. You know, that's it. I'm like, okay, I'm not buying it. So we're going to continue with that conversation. So bottom line is, take a look at your commercial insurance rates. Let's see, in your own cities and send me screenshots. Let's see if you guys are breaking the $10 barrier. <laughs> yeah. Because we're breaking it hard here, bro. We're just <laughs> right through. <laughs> I, I, and then I want to see who's the winner. Who's got the highest... Uh one that's broken yeah yeah i see that i I could only imagine (laughs) somebody could only imagine yeah but either way i I mean yeah it'd be nice to see the breakdown of it just a little bit more just to see i mean transparency man and and i agree i agree with you i agree with you sometimes i I don't really care necessarily when it comes to to their take Um, i'm more looking at what i'm making on the ride and You know, it, it's to me, I'm if, if I'm accepting a ride and I'm taking it, I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to make money on this ride. I'm OK. And, yeah. and at the same time, I think it's the passenger that's getting screwed because the passenger is paying an exorbitant amount over than what I'm making. So um, riders should be a little bit more upset with that than, than I agree. Or drivers should be, at least in my opinion. As I long agree. as you're taking the proper profitable rides, then, hey, cool. Bro, thank I you. Agree. Carl, thank you, Carl. Hey, man, you know, how's your car fixing going on? He had it was in an accident, and he's in a rental, and I spoke to him. And when are we going to lunch? And when we get back from Denver, let me take you to lunch because you, we, I talked to you already. But anyway, <laughs> thank you. Um, so please, everybody, look at your commercial insurance rates. It's on your receipt. You know, send me if you think like, okay, if it's above 10, send it to me. If it's below 10, don't because it says 1 <laughs> to 10. But if it's like 15, 18, 12, whatever. Whatever city you're in, mention your city and then send it to me. Let's see. Let's see. If it's 36, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope not, bro. Can you imagine that? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. The, the, the only thing, though, is the thing that, that I, I, I'm fearing that they're, they're going to try to do with that is they're going to take that, that part out, what they did, and then they're going to show that this service fee that they have or the negative or close to like that one was 69 cents or whatever. Yeah. You know, if you look at the overall take, they're like, well, we should be able to take 20%. So they're going to look at, they're going to look at it this way. They're going to say, well, everything that we have to deduct, whether it's commercial insurance, credit card processing, uh, marketplace fee, we're not even going to include that California fee, taxes, your earnings. We're going to take it. We're going to say, well, we want 80% of, of your earnings. So yeah. that, that 70 cents, we're going to start upping it. So again, that's not necessarily going to affect you as a driver if you're taking the profitable rides, if you're taking the way you should, because they're not going to, I mean, they could squeeze your pay, but you know, if you're keeping your pay where it is, they're going to have to continually increase it for passengers. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I all I know is, you know, we're used to the take rate. Most drivers look at what the passenger paid and what they put in their pocket as their take rate. Uber, yep. Lyft, all of these companies have a horrible, you know, perception issue or a reputation issue out there because people go, oh, they took 50%. Well, according to this, look, there was a $23.96 trip or whatever it was, $25 trip. 
Uber ended up, according to them, making 89 cents. That's like 3%. They didn't even... So where is the 50%, yeah. right? That's what we want to know. Like, drivers go, oh, I'm super mad. They took 50%, 60%. I'm like, no. According to Uber, they only took three, but I know they didn't take three. This is so simple. Just, just put the numbers out there. So everybody... I actually, we're actually trying to help Uber and Lyft here because they're doing a horrible job pissing people off, putting like $26 chip, driver made 11, driver goes, they took 60%. I'm like, no, they didn't take 60%. We're trying to help you people. Just make it more mm -hmm. transparent, okay? We'll fix your reputation here. Don't worry about it. So yep. that's it. Yeah. All right. Well, speaking of transparency, yeah. uh, Lyft, if you've seen this in your app, Lyft is becoming a little more transparent when it comes to their trip way, receipts. Way more transparent. And it's, uh, it's pretty nice to see. And there's, there's some interesting... Uh, information when you actually dive into the trip receipts. Yes. So this is in California again. And then also, guess who? The second this showed up, guess who emailed me, Chris? Joe, our good Joe Negrao in Chicago, who has a video. We we put up his video last week in Behind the Wheel series. We were mm -hmm. talking about all this time shaving, bro. Okay. And I'd sit, I did send that video to the Lyft people, by the way. Right? And now... Look at this. You have, because we were keeping track of what the estimate was, what the pin came in, and what the actual trip was. And we were getting shaved three, four, five minutes on each trip out of 20 trips a day. If we do, an hour we're driving for free. No mas, people. No mas. Take a look at this. The estimated time and versus the actual time. So, how do you like, guys? This Just transparency. I love this. So here on the left is the estimated ping, whatever the estimate came in at. And on the right, in a split screen, is the actual finishing ending point of the trip. So on this one, instead of 17 minutes and 9.3 miles, the trip ended up being 16 minutes and 6.64 miles. And that's why this driver got a little haircut on the upfront. Okay, justifiably so, because it went less by time and less by minutes. Okay, and and when they did cut the time, Chris, when they did cut the time, you know, the time and distance of this trip, maybe the passenger got off at an earlier stop. Look, it reverted back to the time and rate card of the city. Look at the middle screenshot. That's exactly what we said to Lyft about two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Because this is so simple. If it's short, take away my money. If it's long, pay me by the rate card. Hello. Now, we're not going to take credit for this, but I know we have a lot to do with this. Okay. So well, this for me, there, there's, there's one gripe I do have with this particular screenshot. What's that? So if the uh, ride, the whole yeah. point with upfront pay and upfront fares was if the, if you got it there quicker or faster, yeah. that they wouldn't change the upfront fare. Mm. So just because that driver was able to shave about three miles off yeah. he also got a three dollar pay cut when it came down to it yeah, so it i think it, it, it's good that there's transparency when it yeah. comes to the actual and estimated and then you know it's going to the earnings time but yeah. if you're shaving three dollars off yeah that's where i find an issue especially if you're going to say hey the drop off, the pickup and the drop off are the same, but you got there in a quicker and faster route. 
Yeah. But on this um, one, the, the trip was three miles less, two and a half miles less. Instead of 9.3, ended up at 6.64. So I think the cut on this is justified. And they were well, doing it, that anyway. So I would say I, only if the, as long as the drop-off was actually changed, if the drop-off was the same, then that upfront fare shouldn't be changing. If yeah. it's greater than the rate card. Yeah. Okay, no, I agree with you. But, but all I'm saying is this. I am saying if the upfront comes in, it's completely out of whack. We because look, last two, three weeks, mm -hmm. we've shown trips that have gone over by an hour. And we've shown oh yeah. We know we've shown that the no adjustment was made. Not only that, we've shown lift support saying, Oh, time doesn't matter at all. <laughs> we don't care. I'm like, okay. So listen, I sent all of this thing to lift. Every every after each show, I go, here, take it. You just look at this and fix this. And sure enough, okay, this, this. Now you don't have to sit through spreadsheets like my good old Joe does in Chicago. And he got it in Chicago. And, the, you know, his email says, Serge, it worked. They're listening. I go, yeah, you're, they're listening. <laughs> so Joe thinks we had something to do with it. And here they are. Here's this. Now, this middle trip, I don't know who would take that in its face value at all. I mean, I, that guy <laughs> got smashed, right? So that trip came in at one hour and 11 minutes. This is L.A., people. This is what it takes to go 14 miles in L.A. The estimate was one hour and 11 minutes for 14 and a half miles. The actual ended up being 40 minutes and eight miles and 8.87 miles. Upfront came in as 2034, but they cut this poor guys to 1036 by 50%, Chris. So, mm -hmm. so now again, I am not saying, but first of all, even at one hour and 11 minutes at the upfront fare of 2034, this trip should not have been taken anyway. Okay. But he took it or she took it, whatever. I'm not going to question that part, but what I'm saying is that I absolutely, absolutely love this. That this is the upfront. This is on the right screenshot. Look what happened. The upfront came in at 362 because the trip was two mile, 2.43 miles and 13 minutes. The passenger changed the destination. It went for 11.3 miles and 31 minutes, so 18 more minutes, and about uh, nine more miles. And the upfront went from 362 to 12. It was adjusted up by close to $9. This would not have happened. This would not have happened. This is happening, people. So if you're in your city and you get this, please send me screenshots and what city you're in. This is happening in Chicago. This is happening in LA. I think this is absolutely wonderful. Absolutely freaking wonderful. Okay. And here's one on the downside. And we need to work. And and I actually did email Lyft and saying that, look, this is great, but you guys need to work on this because we're still getting garbage like this. $2.62, six minutes, 1.47 estimate. Actual was 10 minutes and 2.33 miles. So longer in distance, longer in time by four minutes and about a mile longer. And they didn't adjust this driver's up. Up front was 262. They ended up paying 262. This is a joke. This should mm -hmm. not exist in the system. That's why we're going to push for the Seattle model, Washington State model, now Minneapolis model, because no trip should be less than five bucks anywhere in any city. This is a joke. LA, $2.62 is a joke. We're going to try to fix that as well. But I think this is wonderful. Thank you, Lyft, if you're listening. And here's another one. Um, you know, trip went longer. Fare got adjusted. On the right-hand side, yes, it got adjusted by about $2.50, but that would have never happened in the old days. The distance on this trip, Chris, was basically the same, maybe 0.2 more miles longer. 
but instead of 32 minutes it lasted 39 so seven more minutes this driver got paid about two dollars and 70 cents for seven more seven more minutes i think it's pretty fair so mm -hmm. they are looking they are adjusting and they're giving you all the transparency you guys want so you don't have to do a spreadsheet like joe does to figure out how much you got shaved i think yep. this is absolutely amazing i think this is head and shoulders above what uber's up front is so there you go yeah when it breaks it down i think that's good is but the the biggest thing though is i want to look and notice their estimates you notice when you when you uh, open up the app you get a trip request coming in and it'll tell you what it is and then yeah. you put it in a ways or google maps and it's yeah. completely off from yeah. what it is yeah. um that's that's something that i i want to see and yeah. you know are they going to adjust it down because their estimates are off that well, to me would be a problem as well too so yeah. these are things I, I you know I, I you love it i'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit um, um the biggest thing is you know we've seen them decrease a substantial amount when it comes to a significantly shorter trip which is three miles but haven't done anything when it's double the time in an hour and a half more these are things that need to be need to be solved in, in the correct way not uh not in the way where oh we're still charging the rider the exact same price but because yeah. you, you found a way to make it three miles less uh, we're going to take a little bit off the top yeah i mean I that's just being efficient and smart uh, but then when it comes down to their estimates uh, being off to begin with, and are they going to adjust off of those estimates, yeah. um, whether it's down or up, that's one of the things that they need to, to make sure that their estimates are correct. And speaking that's of the what, devil, what I want to Speaking of the devil, there's Joe. Um, <laughs> you'll need to keep an eye on the upfront offer estimate. I noticed that the estimate reported on the pay screen isn't always the same. Okay, I get it. I get it. But... I'm saying it's a step in the right direction, and I like it. Could we enhance it? Could we improve it? Absolutely. Is it done? Yes. So I am absolutely in favor of this new split-screen version. Nobody's saying don't keep track of your Google Maps or Waze or back check, fact check, whatever. No problem. Keep doing it. But I think this is a absolutely right step in the right direction, and we'll see where it goes, and, and hopefully it improves. Yeah, I like I like what Tony says. Just upfront fares to a pre predictable and transparent parent rate card. Yeah, we're gonna talk that about that on much Saturday, better. Tony. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that on Saturday. There you go. So. All right. Well, let's move on. We talked about Uber. We talked about Lyft. But to every tripod, you need a third leg. Yes. And do we have it with InDrive? Again, That's the first one in the wild. First one in it the wild in Miami. Yeah, first one in the wild in Miami. Miami. <laughs> and uh, so we had some questions. Again, uh, on the 15th, which is a Tuesday, not next week, but week after, we're going to have Adam Warner, head of U.S. operations of InDrive on Show Me The Money Club. We're going to hear it from the horse's mouth. However, I'm getting already information that I had questions, like do they provide, you know, uh, liability insurance like Uber does and Lyft does on period two and three? I didn't know. Well, some driver sent me this from the InDrive uh, app, his app. It says there are three situations, just like Uber and Lyft, any rideshare trip, when different insurance types are applicable. One, when you do not use the InDrive app, your personal insurance will take over, which is just like anything else. You're in period zero, I guess. Their period zero, or well, their period one is period zero for us. 
But two and three say exactly what Uber coverage and Lyft coverage is. So um, two is basically with your app on looking for a request. And three is when you as a driver are on your way to the pickup point, which is period three in the rideshare world. Or during the ride, InDrive maintains the following car insurance on your behalf, you know, in case of an accident, right? One million um, third-party liability insurance, uninsured, uninsured driver, and uh, bodily injury insurance, right? So there are no numbers there. We're going to push them on that. We're going to get the details. And on the right side is the way bill, is the insurance companies that are involved providing this commercial insurance. So one part of the question is answered. Look, man, we're all about show me the money. There's Lyft. There's Uber. Is InDrive going to be a player? We hope so. We need more choices as rideshare drivers because some people only do rideshare. They don't do delivery. Okay, well, here's one another player. And this is a serious player, by the way. These people have deep, deep, deep pockets. It's only in Miami now. And they signed up 5,000 drivers in a very period, a short period of time. And we're going to have Adam Warner come and explain exactly how the system works and what they offer, what they don't offer. Differences are between them and Uber and Lyft. And uh, more choices for me, better. Yeah, I agree. Um, just because if you're open to more apps, you have more ability to make more money and yeah. less downtime. So yeah. uh, I, I like it. I like having three players to the game. So hopefully we'll sure. see somebody. Uh, when it comes to some of these other uh, rideshare apps that are out there uh, that may be local or kind of, you know, dragging through the mud or something, um, you know, we, we hope that they're going to be pushing a little bit more and then we could even have, you know, greater chance at getting some of them. So uh, I just like having more options. So we'll see. I agree. And and here's, here's something that I 100% disagree, right? Cause that's the trade-off. And just you all know, your take rates are covering the Seattle driver's wages. You have absolutely no data, no proof on that. You have no idea what you're talking about. You know, Professor Killamiler, as we know, we, we disagree. This one, you're out of your league. You have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. There is We're a, not paying that. Yeah, 137 the million test. passengers are not worried about 1 million Seattle drivers. So with that said, let's continue. No, and you know who's paying for it is the Seattle and the Washington passengers. passengers. Yeah, exactly. they're the ones who are paying for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> so, I hear, you know, I hear that quite a bit in the comments too. Oh, you guys accept all these two sixty-two trips? That's why they keep throwing it. You know, that is their rate. Number one or number two, just because the rates are higher in Seattle doesn't mean you're going to lower your take rates in you know Minneapolis now if they pass one forty. So what does that mean? Does that mean they're going to lower the rates in Arkansas because Minneapolis rates are higher? No, doesn't work no. like that. <laughs> They pass it on exactly whatever it is to the passenger. They use it, yeah. they use it. They don't, they don't. There you go. Yeah, exactly. So, anything more to say with InDrive? I, I like InDrive. I, I can't wait until the guy comes on. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. So, uh, if you guys got any questions or any, want to know anything more when it comes Thank to InDrive, again, August 15th, he's going to be on. Uh, again, he is uh, the head of U.S. operations, yeah. Adam Warner. Um, and that will be August 15th. Yeah, Again, next week guy. is August 8th. That is with the Seattle and Washington people. And then the week after that is um, Adam coming on. Well, this is the, okay. Lastly, this is the only P2P, peer-to-peer system in existence. Yep. Now, all, Uber is not P2P. Lyft is not P2P. DoorDash is not P2P. This is basically, they're not in the deal whatsoever in drive. 
you're dealing directly with the passenger and passenger is directly dealing with the cost, uh, with the driver period and they're having great success around the globe and we'll see if it works or not we'll find out yep yeah it'll be interesting so uh two weeks from now it'll be uh, a good conversation to have and see what's going on there yeah but let's switch things up a little bit you know one of the things that we want to talk about when it comes to being a gig worker is that you're trying to get out there to make money yep. whether it's extra money for vacation or you know you want to have some extra money for savings or you know to pay some bills new car whatever it might be there, there's many different reasons why people are out there driving yep. or in the gig economy uh, maybe you're full-time, maybe you're part-time, maybe you do it every once in a while, um, take your, take your uh, significant other out, whatever it might be. Um, but when it comes to planning for your future, when it comes to you know thinking about what's going on here and now, how you're making your money, uh, one of the things that you could be doing or should be doing and thinking about anytime you're making money, whether that's at a W-2, whether that is with gig work, is planning for your future, for your retirement, uh, you know, what you should be doing there. So this is our segment when it comes to um, preparing for your financial freedom, for your gig work uh, career, what you can do. So yeah, we're talking about uh, retirement options. Yeah. So this is something near and dear to my heart because I don't think a lot of drivers think their numbers correctly and, and treat this as a business and work for the future. You, if you're just doing gig work to pay a few bills, you're going to have nothing but a bad back and a car with 60,000 miles in a year. And you're going to quit cussing and moaning and yelling and screaming. And you're going to be replaced by some other person. OK, while you're doing it, you know, I know the rates are this, the rates are that. But budgeting is important. That's why we have MIMO as our sponsor. You can yeah. budget and nobody's telling you people that, you know, take 50 percent of your income and put it into this or that or stocks or, you know, some sort of ETF or whatever. But I've studied this quite a bit in the last couple of weeks and I want your ideas. You send them to me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, what you guys want to talk about. This week, we're going to talk about retirement. Okay. Retirement option for gig workers and self-employed. Okay. Well, we're gig workers, right? I bet you how many people in the chat are saving towards their retirement, you know, 50 bucks a week maybe 100 bucks a month or whatever it is are you all saving for your retirement because as gig workers you're not an employee you don't have a w2 you don't have 401k you don't have any of that stuff you need to start paying attention to if you're in gig work for one year two years three years why not use the opportunity and save some money towards your retirement and then you can go back to a w2 and then get back on the program again. But there are many, many, many different ways to save for your retirement as a gig worker or a self-employed person, which you all are. So on the next one, we're going to give you the choices. Now, what are the choices towards retirement? There's self-employment changes. Then you, you, you can definitely save for retirement. Just because you're a gig worker doesn't mean you cannot. Now, um, Finding the right tax qualified retirement plan for you and yourself is the most important thing. So that means what? Educate yourself. I mean, you guys can simply Google this and find out a bunch of articles about how to invest, how to save for your retirement. Okay. My question to you people is how many of you are actually saving money towards your retirement if you're not already retired? If you're retired, you're collecting, you know, Social Security. Great whatever it is. But a lot of us are in their 40s, 50s, 
We're not even thinking about it. We're just driving people around and hoping to make ends meet. No, it's not enough for me. So going forward, each week, we're going to talk about a different subject. And this week, again, is what you can do for your retirement. And on the next uh, screenshot, these are it. So understand the IRS forms for your business. So you have to treat this as a business, ride share or delivery as a business. Okay. There are many qualified, tax qualified retirement plans that fit your criteria. You have to figure out what your criteria is, how much you can. And this is not something that you have to do week after week after week. You can do once a month. You can do once a week. You can do once every two months. All you have to do, get involved in, 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 in tools available, such as, which we're going to see, um, there are two or three. In some cases, there are four options available to gig workers. So on the next screenshot, we'll see. Okay, here are the choices. SEP IRA or a simple IRA. IRA stands for Individual Retirement Account. Okay? And and SEP IRA, when, when to consider, it gives you... Okay, so what I would like for you to do is if you guys missed this and, you know, you can slow it down, come back to the segment later and rewatch it and understand it and then make your up, make up your mind what to do with it. When to consider it. Do you have a few or no employees? Well, you guys don't have any employees. And aren't sure if you're able to contribute every year. Requirements, limited paperwork, no annual reporting to the IRS, SEP contributions are employer contributions only. Well, you are your own employer in this case. And then current contribution cap limited to 25% of net taxable compensation income up to 66000 Okay. If you say this is not you, then there's a simple IRA, simple individual retirement account. And take a look at the when to consider requirements, current cont contribution cap, and all that good stuff. So this one is up to 15500 a year, plus an additional 3500 if you're 50 or older. So all I'm saying to you people, please, please take some money and put it in a simple IRA or a SEP IRA. It's not hard to do. You can open an account anywhere. You can open an account at any brokerage house. You can open an account at most banks. Doesn't matter if you fund it or not fund it right away, but as long as you're putting some money towards your retirement, I think that is the proper thing to do. On the next page, you guys will see the rest. And third level is solo 401k. Basically, this is something just like a, if you're an employee somewhere, you know, you will have a 401k that the um, employer is also going to contribute. Well, on this one, it's called a solo 401k where you can contribute yourself. So there are like just here, there are three, um, you know, three choices for you guys to save towards your retirement. This is the first segment. What I want to, what I want you guys to do is please email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, what subjects you guys want to talk about. You want to talk about, you know, next week, I know what it is already, but week after that, do you guys want to talk about stocks? Do you guys want to talk about investing? Do you guys want to talk about without being investment advice? I want everybody to start saving towards their retirement, towards their financially financial freedom. And this is one way to do that. And again, our sponsor is MIMO. Please go use it. They have a budgeting tool. They can guide you towards all these, you know, retirement savings plans that it's available to you and do it. I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm encouraging everybody to do this. It's a simple thing to do. And the only way you're going to be financially free in this world is when you have enough money when you retire. So you don't deal with the government. You don't deal with that. It's your own money. And, um, you know, you go forward from there. So every well, week. Well, not only that, 
not only that, but the ability to have some time to sit back and relax and enjoy yep. the fruits of your labor. Uh, yep. You know, hustling out there, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours some weeks, uh, like some drivers out here are doing, uh, you know, it's going to be nice when you can scale back a little bit. Maybe you just want to go for the weekend and then at that point, because you want to still do something, but you still have at least something saved up uh, in the event that something's going on. Yep. And yep. yes, just because it's gig work, if, I mean, some people are doing it part-time, some people are doing it full-time, um, but no matter what, some of the money that you should be getting from anywhere, whether it's yep. a side hustle, whether it's a main hustle, whether it's your job, whatever it is, you yep. should be putting money aside and saving for, you know, your rainy day, your emergency funds, but you should also be looking towards your future. So then, you know, during the time when it comes, because time stops for no man or woman, uh, you need to get out there and you need to be doing that. Otherwise, you'll continue working until the last day you're on earth. So yeah. we want you guys yeah. to enjoy life as well, too. Yeah. Um, well, there's our Donnie. He says, what's wrong with working 60 hours a week? You can do that. You can have fun, but you got to save towards your retirement, Donnie. That's it. If you are doing it, great. If you're not doing it, you better start doing it. You ain't you no know, young chicken there. <laughs> so, yep. uh, but, uh, you know, the idea of this segment is going to be, what do you guys want to talk about? Shoot me an email. We'll talk about it. And, you know, I'm open to every suggestion. I'm financially literate. I wouldn't mind sharing my knowledge with you guys whatsoever without being financial advice, right? So um, I think it's... I, I think as gig workers, we are in such a rush to pay bills and make ends meet and this and that. You could be working 10 hours a week. You can have a savings retirement under these plans. You could be working 60 hours a week. You can do that. The contributions is up to you. You can put $10 aside, $50 aside. Trust me, compounding interest or compounding power of compounding is undeniable. Even if you put 10 mm -hmm. bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, whatever it is, over years and years, that money is going to double, triple. There is rule of 72. Oh, yeah. We can talk about all this, but please start doing it. Please do it. Yep. All right. Well, we want to give you some money right now. Okay. So okay. let's get do a giveaway. Uh, if you want to enter hashtag money in the chat, hashtag money, you'll get $25. And you know what? You can put that 25 bucks towards your retirement, your first initial uh uh, payment to get you there going you go. or there you or go. you know i mean you, you could go pay a bill with it or whatever but uh either yeah. way uh one of the things uh just put hashtag money in and uh, we're gonna go to our next topic and then we will okay. uh do our drawing and see who is our lucky winner for hashtag money again it's hashtag sure. money in the chat uh just put it in hit enter and you'll be automatically entered and you can only do it once and this is for live chat only people live chat yeah. only <laughs> <laughs> all right so yeah because you know what every every time when yeah. we do a segment and, and it shows up at the bottom here yeah. there's there's always some person who's putting in you know hashtag money or smtmc or something <laughs> in, in you know the clip of it so <laughs> no you gotta later. watch it live in order to be part of it so everybody who's yeah. watching live right now hey good luck everybody just uh, like the, just on, uh, just like on the screen just like it is on the screen a, lowercase yeah, missed a hashtag money but m um the m lowercase yeah 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 all right all right so let's talk about let's talk about big brother big brother is watching whether you like it or not and and it's all because uh your phone your phone tracks every uh, you can't do it see it really your phone tracks everything you do and yeah. everywhere you go and it's got sensors inside of it so yeah. <laughs> if you think you're going to get away from it you're not and you know these companies are using it so lyft yeah. lyft is big brother today my big brother, um, 
my big, your big bro- brother. Yeah, my big brother sent me a horrible, horrible smooth cruiser report, bro. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. Look, you need to start breaking more smooth. I am, bro. Break a little more smoothly. No, you're not. Look, you're you're. I'm at at like I'm at like almost zero. You're breaking less smooth than 91 percent of other drivers out there. I suck. (laughs) (laughs) I would say uh, I I would say if I didn't know any better, better, I'd say you're driving a Tesla and using the regenerative braking. But (laughs) no, no. Okay, but okay. See, this is this is what I'm saying. I get it. Okay, so my turns are smooth. Uh, okay. My overall is 58%. Obviously, it needs work. I'm in the top 42% of drivers in LA. Well, that's BS. I don't want to be the top 42%. I want to be in the top 1%. Because... I wanna, no, I want to drive fast and take chances. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I swear to God. Okay, so either my phone's gyroscope is messed up or something is messed up. Okay, so of course... Look, I'm not making excuses. I may have, but 91% of the time I'm breaking hard? No. If, okay, how about this? How about this? If I was doing that, if I was guilty as charged, okay, which I'm saying I'm not. Well, I, I, you know what? You're the reason why the insurance costs are so high because you're breaking so damn hard. <laughs> lay off lay off the brake a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I touche on that one. I can't touch that one. <laughs> and then on the next screenshot, after they say you suck, <laughs> okay, my mounted phone, hundred percent. See, that's always that's good. There you go. That, that's that a good kept thing. Me alive, by the way, because if it wasn't for that hundred percent, I'd be probably in the twenty percentile. <laughs> <laughs> right. So. Well, you know what? Okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Depending depending on your um, <laughs> depending on on your actual phone mount. Yeah. It could. You know. Who knows? Maybe maybe it's thinking it's breaking too fast or something. Actually. Um, Possibly. I don't know. It's one of the vent. It's one of the vent magnet phone mounts, bro. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I got the same one as you do. The one that, um, what is yeah. it? The gauche or the scosh? Yeah, the one that we gave away. Whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So okay. So okay. So this is all good. And then you know this says, will will this affect my ratings, driver score, or accept account status? No. This report won't affect your rating, rewards, or account status. I get it. Okay. Um, smooth, smooth cruiser, cruiser re- report different than my driving score, which on the next page you guys will see. Here, if I was breaking <laughs> horribly, and if I was a menace to society and crashing, almost crashing every time, according to the Lyft cruiser report, how do I have this grade? 100%, zero cancellation rate, five-star rating, no state safety flags, no service flags. How, how, am, I, how am I getting this? Because you know why? Why? Because I think that their sensor data is off. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm thinking it's their sensor data is not reading properly, and it's okay. off. Okay. And this is on Lyft's side. Okay. <laughs> because so no matter Look what, your GPS is going to show the same because it's, it's you know linking up with how many ever satellites it's going to link up with. And it's okay. going to tell you pretty much how fast you're going within okay. six feet. So. Oh. Oh, I got called a good ant. Look at this. <laughs> what is a good ant? I'm a good driver, bro. No, no, th- I... that's a good driver because this is more the passenger side of things uh, yeah, when it comes so, down so, to it. This is how okay, you're acting. Okay. So your cancellation rate, uh, rating, safety flags, and service flags. Okay, first of so, all, my cancellation ever, never on Lyft has gone above 5%. One time it did, they sent me to cancellation rehab school, okay? <laughs> and I yeah, have to do that for not wanting to take a crackhead. Crack yeah, I didn't let a crackhead in the car that my you know thing went up. But 
I will not accept a trip that I'm not going to finish. That is the issue with, with this. Okay, my can- even on Uber, my cancellation is very low, maybe one percent, because I'm going to cherry pick. I'm going to only accept the ones that I know I'm going to do. Once I accept it, I'm committed. I'm doing this thing. It's just no ifs and buts about it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So on one end, Lyft says you suck driving, break like a brick wall, and then on the other guy, the passenger said this guy is wonderful. So which one is it? Is it Lyft mm. or is it the passenger? Who do I believe? I don't know. I don't know, but you know what? Maybe you need to send a check, recheck to Lyft and say, look, <laughs> I got my display ride dash camera. Yeah. And it can tell you the bro. data. I, I can send you all of the screen or all of the screen recordings and it'll show you that I'm not breaking hard. So yeah. what's going on there, Lyft? You need to recheck Lyft okay. being <laughs> But either way, if if you are a driver, you definitely need a dash camera. This is yeah. definitely a, a good spot for it. Because if they're watching, you need to be watching too, especially when it comes to who's getting in and out of your car. Um, yeah. You definitely need some sort of dash camera. Display ride dash camera is great because it is an entire solution. It's not just a dash camera. It's a rideshare monitoring platform <laughs> solution. That's what they call it. Uh, so, and it, and it is. I mean, the biggest thing is you get that that demand uh on demand video going straight up to the cloud so if there's anything going on not only that um mtmc viewers like yourself you can get 20 percent off so it's 20 dollars a month which pays for the camera it pays for you know the data plan uh when it comes to the actual dash camera because it needs the data plan to be able to go to the cloud by using the lte network um, so that is something that you need to make sure that you guys are um, definitely on when it comes to anything, especially accidents, uh, if the dash cam gets flung out, um, if there's an issue or anything, if somebody tries grabbing it and throwing it out the window and you don't know where it might be, whatever it might be, there, there's a lot of different things. Uh, they're already going to be on the dash camera. The accident's going to be on on backup, all that good stuff. So again, uh, use the link. It's going to be in the description below. It's RSG20. It'll get you 20% off uh, and $20 a month instead of $25 a month. Yeah, please get and it. And it's tax deduction. Yeah. Um, also, um, in this heat, I've had a couple of LA drivers who have it. They sent me saying that, you know, um, the uh, what I'm trying to say is that display ride support is really, really, really good. And uh, if, you know, if the back paper that holds it on the windshield falls, whatever, because of the heat, it's 125 degrees out there, you know, they will replace it. They will even replace the holder. So their support is amazing, unlike Uber and Lyft. So, you have a company that's backing their stuff up. So uh, I have one. I love it. I wouldn't think of doing rideshare without it at all. So there you go. Nice. All right, let's do our hashtag money giveaway right now. Let's see who is our money, winner. Money, 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 Congratulations money. Congratulations to all. Yeah, money, 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 money. Money, money, money. Show me the money. Show, Show me the money. Your mom. Your mom won. <laughs> my mom won. Holy crap, mom. my mom is dead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm your just mom, yeah, our yeah, YouTube I viewer. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Congratulations, your mom. Your uh, mom. Your mama. You're one. Okay, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Please email me. Otherwise, no money. Your mom won 25 bucks. There's the note. Sergio with Lyft, how you cherry pick airport rides when you send. I never, ever pick up on Lyft at the airport. And I'm at LAX. <laughs> I think it's probably the worst place to pick up uh, in the country when it comes to Lyft. I will pick up on Uber um, at LAX. 
I do not like the lift. Plus, the to get to the LAX pickup area off of Sepulveda, it could be an absolute nightmare. I don't know why Lyft is, you know, not making sure that they're right next to Uber. I literally have to go a different route to get to the Lyft holding lot, bro. I'm like, <laughs> bullshit. I'm not doing it. Yes. Yeah. All right. No. Well, let's let's move on. Let's talk about our Chicago driver who is looking to find out how much they got shaved. Yes. Uh, taking a lot of screenshots, taking a lot of data, yes. figuring it out. Yeah, this is uh, from Ohio, actually. Um, oh, I'm sorry, Ohio. So this is, yeah, this Chicago. is, uh, uh, um, you know, he did it. Okay, he did. Uh, it's, it's a little fuzzy because he put his own initials there. Um, I don't think he knew I was going to show this. That's why he did it this way. He sent it to me. So he put in 400 and what is that? 464 or 434 rides. 434 trips on a spreadsheet. He took the screenshot when the ping came in. And then he took a screenshot when the trip ended of the actual fare, or I mean, actual time and distance uh, when it ended. It's pretty self-explanatory because he watched uh, Joe's video saying that they're shaving. Well, guess what, Chris? He figured this out. It's just the first four columns in the middle section, okay? Uh, estimated time, estimated miles, actual time, actual miles. He did comparisons. And above that, in the gray section, is he figured out in 434 trips he drove 1520 miles the actual miles ended up being 1551 so he got shaved about he drove about 31 more miles which is let's say no big deal a gallon of gas okay no big deal but look at the time chris look at the time yeah that's 15 hours 15 hours so you're going you're going 57 58 which is really let's just say 58 hours yeah. 73 hours and 15 minutes. 15 hours estimates. and 15 minutes shaved of your Ooh. life without getting paid. I was like, Ooh. okay, this needs to end. <laughs> this needs yeah. to end. That's a lot. So, I mean, look, that, that's 400 and, okay, 434 trips. Let's say he did 110 trips a week. That's one month worth of driving, right? Right? Actually, mm -hmm. he did more because you can see the trip count on the left, right? Like he was yeah, it went from it went from six sixteen to seven twenty four. Yeah, so that's literally like what is that? That's uh, a month, less than a month, or maybe no, a month and it's, five it's, weeks. That's five weeks, five weeks, yeah. right? In five weeks, he got shaved fifteen hours. Well, I think he should get paid for fifteen hours lift. This is bullshit. <laughs> he mm -hmm. drives for lift, by the way. This is he only drives for lift, and but this was before. I got those screenshots for the lift transparent, you know, estimate and the actual. And if they're well, going to fix see if it, they adjust for those 15 hours, that would have been a lot of a lot of money. I mean, this guy would have made an an additional, I don't know, 20 bucks an hour. That's another 300 bucks. I'd rather have that 300 bucks instead of freaking driving for free. There you go. Yep. So you Absolutely. guys, you all can do this, by the way. Okay, you all can do this. It's simple. Take a screenshot of the estimate when the ping comes in, and then take a screenshot of the actual trip when it ends put it on a spreadsheet you'll see what you got shaved as simple as that it's not that hard so there you go yep. all right we're gonna do another giveaway and more uh money, more money more money more money uh for another lucky winner so enter hashtag smtmc into the chat Let's and uh then we're going to go through our our funny segment and we'll wrap up the show with our winner Let's so do it. uh with that being said, uh, 
Next week, just SMTMC. Mike Smith, you got to put in hashtag beforehand. So hashtag SMTMC. Come on, Mike. We want to make sure you guys get entered in um, as a chance to win. So, Um, all right, we we got some uh, we got some famous people that we've brought on the show now. Yes, we have famous. Who's this? uh, With with their their articles. This is the the snowbird. This is this is our Uber Winterbird, Roxy, who. You know, I love her. She drives in four or five different states. That's her rental behind her. And on this one, it looks like she's in Vegas. Not sure. Maybe not. Because that thing is like the Pyramid Luxor in Vegas, the hotel. Yeah, that's Bass Pro, um, though. I'm not so, sure. See, this is what happens, people. I make people famous. <laughs> this is on the Wall Street Journal. So Priti Karana, who's a good friend, journalist at Wall Street, said, okay, I'm sick and tired of quoting you. Do you have some drivers that I can talk to? Funny ones. You know, exotic ones, intelligent ones. I'm like, uh, I don't know about any of that. But I go, you definitely should talk to Roxy. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, you definitely should talk to Donnie. (laughs) And you should talk to our Jeff, right? So I sent her, and look at our Donnie right there. Donnie boy, you know, with his five rated star rating, 100% acceptance, and 0% cancellation. FYI, people, both of these drivers' stories are on the channel in an individual interview. All behind the wheel series, so they made it to the Wall Street Journal. Chris, what do you say? Look at look at look at Roxy, bro, rocking it out. Roxy is rocking it out for St. Patty's Day, <laughs> all decked out, and they made it. They got their I don't know 15 minutes of fame on the Wall Street Journal, and it was a nice article talking about drivers and all this stuff. And um, this was a, actually an article about passenger ratings. You know, mm-hmm. like how, how drivers don't pick up, uh, you know, drivers. I mean, how has, drivers don't pick up low-rated passengers. And uh, I said, I don't want any part of it. I don't pick up anybody below 470. But I said, you talk to these people. And she did. And she put two of them in the article. That's from the Wall Street Journal. Roxy, rock on. There you go. Yep. Congratulations, guys. They made it. Awesome bro. to see that. So um, good article, too, as well. We wanted to highlight that. Um and we okay. got a couple more screenshots. Okay, we got, uh, we're going to, okay, let's end with the funny one because, okay, on the right side, this is our buddy Chris, I mean, Drew Chrisman. Drew Chrisman. He is, he is the punter for the Cincinnati Bengals, okay? He is doing, paying it forward. Again, his video is on our channel. He's doing DoorDash and feeding the homeless and the hungry in his city of Cincinnati, okay? What happened, Chris? His football season started. He was in the gym doing some lifting. Guess what? He instead of getting hit by a car while he's DoorDash on his bike, he passed out, bro. He's 25 years old. We interviewed him two weeks ago on Show Me the Money. He passed out. Now they're doing a whole bunch of checks on his heart. And you know, we're getting this with a lot with athletes like LeBron James's son had a cardiac arrest. Remember last week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the football player, Buffalo Bills football player, right? He passed out, whatever it was on the field. This yeah, I think that, that one I think was a little bit different though, Demar, because that was a, after a hit. So if you no, get I hit in the heart it, the right way, yep. it'll stop. But um, there was that yeah. tennis player who collapsed and it had to uh, um, retire. Um, there was also the, um, I think it was the Broncos uh, wide receiver uh, got cut because of you know some some heart issues. Um, yeah. And then there's a, there's another person. So you no, know, but um, one week ago, this guy was on our show. It's scary how lo- how short life is, right? You guys need to figure this shit out. This guy's a healthy football player, 
and he was doing DoorDash. And I thought when I saw this on Twitter, I texted him. I go, what happened to you? You got hit by a car doing DoorDash, didn't you? He goes, no, no. I was working out in the gym and I just passed out. Walk up in the hospital. They're doing heart-related tests now. So, Drew, oh, man. from all of us to all of our viewers and rideshare guy, speedy recovery. Hope everything's going to turn out well. We'll keep you guys posted on his situation. And uh, we love him. And he's our man. So, let's support him. Um, and on the left screenshot, lift. I know you watch. Um, what is this lift? What is this? Space Ghost. I mean, that cannot be a, cor- a real name, right? Right, Chris? <laughs> no, it's not. Well, here's the thing. Lyft never said they were going to do anything about names. That was always on Uber's really? side. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I, I didn't hear. I don't remember Lyft saying anything. If I mean, if maybe they oh, did. I, I Who knows? Um, but either, way, <laughs> either way, I think it's kind of funny. I mean, Space Ghost, but... You know, I mean, I, I, I would much rather have a, a name on there um, okay. or at least verified. Um, even even the pictures, like, come on, I don't care about your damn tattoo. Um, yeah. Let me see your face so that I know who you're who I'm picking up when you come to the car, especially if this is like at a bar or something. And you don't know who's coming. So uh, uh, no, this person is not getting in my car. That's it. <laughs> that person not isn't even going to get uh, accepted on first off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not happening. So there you go. Prayers. All right. Okay, and then- so we're going to talk a lot about this next two weeks because today was Uber's earnings. Big, big, big tree. Um, and then Lyft shriveling little tree. Maybe not for long. We go, we'll we'll have know. all we'll the see. breakdown. Next Maybe week, we'll Uber have to earnings. switch them around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next, yeah. Week's, no, no, next that- week, we're going to be talking about Uber earnings, and then the following week is Lyft. You may have to change that little tree, Chris. You may have to uh, yeah. make it a little bigger. <laughs> And shave a little bit of the Uber's, uh, you know, Uber's branches off there. So, uh, Lyft is coming back, people. Trust me when I say this. Um, Mr. Richard is doing good things. We're not kissing his ass because he's going to come and show me the money. It's true. It's happening. The numbers are there. And when the earnings come out, you guys will see. They're competing hard. And Uber is aware, according on their conference call today. They said, yeah, we know. We know Lyft is competing. I'm like, okay. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah. So, All right, we'll start showing us that money, Uber and Lyft. That's right. All right, and with that being said, let's wrap up with who is our winner for hashtag SMTMC. And again, maybe you can put that towards your, your first initial retirement payment yes, um, or something like that. And yes, remember, you when you invest your money, it's still your money. Yeah. You may not be able to touch it for, for a certain amount of time, depending on what you get, but it's still well, your you money. Can't. You can't beat tax-free growth, bro. Trust me, okay? No. You cannot beat tax-free growth. Uh, Definitely not. Yep. All right, let's see who is our winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Mike, Mike Grant, Grant, congratulations. Mike Grant, email me, sergio@therightshareguy.com. So we have three winners. One is JE for the gig with it. Know your worth shirt, exactly what I'm wearing. Send, send me your physical address and your shirt size. Otherwise, you won't get it. Link is in the show notes. Sergio for 15% off. Your mom got 25 bucks and Mike Grant got 25 bucks. You both have to email me, all of you, in order to get the cash. So yep. that's it. And we gave everything away. <laughs> all right. Well. Like I said, next week we'll have our uh, Washington and Seattle people on talking about the playbook. So if you are interested in that, uh, especially trying to get 
you know, something like a dollar forty and fifty one cents a mile. Or I'm sorry, at uh, fifty one cents a minute and a dollar forty a mile, somewhere around there. That would be pretty nice. I wouldn't mind taking that. Um, or you know, whatever it might be. So that's definitely going to be good for next week. The following week, uh, we are going to have uh, Adam on from InDrive being able to talk about that. Uh, so if you have questions or anything regarding InDrive, um, obviously we don't know where they're going to go yet. They're launching in Miami, starting there. And uh, hopefully we'll be able to see some expansion and growth into other areas uh, and very soon as well. Um, so we'll see what happens there when it comes to it. But He'll have more information. I'm sure that he'll be able to share with us and let us yes, know. Yes, I'm coming to um, that. If there's any other questions, um, well then let us know. Also, yes, this weekend, if you're going into Denver, if you're going to be, be in Denver. that area, or if you're thinking about going to the gig conference, uh, link's going to be in the description below if you want more information about it. Sergio, our own Vario Sergio is going to be there. Not only that, the kids over at Money Hungry, they're going to yeah. be there too. So Kim and Zach are also going to be uh, in Denver. So if you want to stop by and see what's going on, uh, there's something, the gig conference itself is going on the 4th. Uh, the 5th is going to be uh, a little bit more of a panel and a discussion panel um, when it comes down to gig work. And uh, so <laughs> it's going to be pretty interesting there. So a lot of things are coming. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Steve, you knew that. Yeah, uh-huh. What do you think? You had the whole time for yourself there? No, I'm coming. <laughs> there's a new sheriff in town for two days at least. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's it. Bro. Well, he'll, he'll just right. have to make sure he gets a sweet curry order or something. That'll I take care know, of Steve. Then. <laughs> buy me a beer. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, get out there. Make that money. Again, tomorrow is Money Hungry. So everybody who's doing food delivery last mile, check out Money Hungry with Kim and Zach. Also, uh, we got some great videos coming out this week. We will see you guys next week. Yep. Peace. Have a good one.